Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 82. It's doing it again. Kick it. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Uh, stapled my pants. <laughs> and to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. The I riches. St- oh, Getting see? better each week. Very funny. See, I haven't, haven't gotten across it yet. Including, quite obviously from my uh, opening, someone who staples their pants. That's excellent. Yeah. Although now I've ruined that bit. But it's worth seeing apart from just that. No, no, I'm not going to watch it, Ross. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I will. Okay, good to hear. Okay. Good to hear. See, I'm so easily, <laughs> easily convinced. Uh, big show on Box Cutters. Well, Huge you know, show. last week was a big show. Yep. We had Pete Smith in last week. For those of you who did not hear last week's show, download it and listen now mm-hmm. and then come back to this show. Yep. Because... Uh, you won't we- get any of the jokes from this week. No, you, you will. That's, won't you? No. Have you written all of our jokes already? No, no, no. I'm just saying that, you know, you, you, you won't be up to speed. If you haven't heard no, that's true. the previous 81 shows, you'll be out of the loop. That's very true. When I we... could say that Brett's about to get sharked and you wouldn't know what I mean. You, you wouldn't know. New viewers I... have no idea what I mean by good, good evening viewers, what it's, what it's homaging. Exactly. If this was your first one, you would think that maybe there was no video podcast. There is no video podcast. No, but there is. No, there, no. no. Boxcutters.net slash vlog. Yes. There's no video podcast. Uh, episode 82. It's yes. no Pete Smith, but... I've got an idea. What? Mystery episode. Really? Let's not tell them what's coming up, and every segment will be a surprise. All right. But no, because it's going to be on the blog anyway. Maybe. Maybe not. The blog is yet to be written. All right, you're writing tonight? Ross is... He's just <laughs> volunteered himself. Oh, so, so it's Ross's turn, he just wants a slack week. That's not true. No, it's, it's, it's actually Josh's it's turn. It's actually my turn, uh, but Ross has just volunteered himself. <laughs> and to kick things off, here's the Box Cutters news. And now for the news. Big Survivor news. No, 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 Ross, Ross. Now let's make it mystery news. Oh. <laughs> Something happened somewhere. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Big survivor news this week. Uh, with the, um, the news that Survivor 15, the news article I was reading said Survivor 14, but Survivor 15 yes. is actually going to be shot and produced in China. Bum, bum, bum. Which is the, the first time they haven't been on an island for Since, quite a while. Uh, Guatemala. Yes. Uh, which was Series 11. Yes. So that's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. Firstly, China, completely different terrain and, uh, and weather patterns and stuff. It's, mm. you know, I, I really wonder how things are going to happen. It's also going to make things a lot trickier for Exile Island. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're going to have to go a lot go, further. Go to Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to Hong Kong for the night, but you will miss out on Tribal Council. Yeah, so that'll be uh, yeah that'll be very interesting to see uh, to see what it's like, whether it makes any difference. Yeah, see, I I don't know. Uh, it seems to me that they've just bought themselves a whole lot of heartache for no really good reason. I mean, it it, it 
it seems like a very uh, politically fraught place to be filming a season of Survivor, and I think they're... Well, it's no North Korea. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. I'd, I'd really be glued to the television for Survivor North Korea. Yeah. It's, okay. a, it's okay. a North Koreans every day. I, I, I just don't really, I don't really see the point of it, but good luck to them. And word from Channel 9, unofficial word, is that they have no idea when they're going to show the current season of Survivor, which, uh, which I have to say is a real shame. It's, it's been a great series. They're just past the merge in the US, so they're up to episode 9 or 10 or something. I think 9, 9. And, uh, yeah, the people who you... No, 10. <laughs> no, no. Is, is, that, is episode, that your final answer? Final answer, episode 10. Uh, the people who you kind of expect to be in control maybe aren't in control, and it, it's... It's been a good series. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed this series. Yeah. Also, uh, so that new series starts in the US on May 31st. I wouldn't be surprised if Channel 9 just don't show this series and pick up... Oh, uh, Survivor Survi- China Survivor starts. China starts in May 31st. Oh, so they already filmed it? Uh, no, they're, uh, they're starting filming now. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the word that I've got. That's a, right. according to this article in Variety of it. Maybe they've gotten their sentences mixed up because Pirate Master starts on May 31st. Right. Uh, which is the other Mark Bennett production, uh, right. which he's been planning for, for quite some time. I think ever since the uh, Pirate Survivor, he's been planning this kind of where they're going to be on pirate ships and, uh, yep. you know, raping strangers. Also, <laughs> so is my understanding. That's, uh, that's going to start on CBS in the States on May 31st. Okay. Uh, more news from the US further to our... Uh, news last week about Friday Night Lights being commissioned for six more scripts. Mm-hmm. Comes a little bit uh, of information about what the next season is going to hold for us. Okay, now this isn't going to give those of us who haven't seen all of the first series any any spoilers. No. Right? Okay. No. Peter Berg and Jason Katims, uh, who are both executive producers on Friday Night Lights, Peter Berg is the creator, announced at a symposium last week, quote... Ooh, symposium. A symposium. Wow. That was the that official title. impressive. Quote, we're doing everything we can to distance ourselves from football. End oh. quote. Uh, according to an article in Variety, Friday Night Lights has struggled all season to convince viewers that the show is not entirely about gridiron. And uh, they probably blame their low ratings on that. I don't know. I, I think the football's really important to Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. It's and and I'm I'm not at all a fan of Gridiron, but watching it, the little spurts of it that they have in Friday Night Lights, perfect. It's 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 very exciting. And that's I mean, if if you think back to our review of it during uh, the four season previews, uh, we uh, we were talking about how wonderful it was that uh, this element of Gridiron was so central to everything that happened in the town mm-hmm. and how it really affected pretty much every decision anybody made in the town. I don't see how they're going to separate that. I, no. I mean, it, it really is, uh, it's kind of the heart of the show. Yeah. Even though there have been lots of episodes where, uh, where you know, you don't see a game played or you don't see training. Yep. But, uh, but it's still there. It's still in the decisions that are being made. It's still what drives the play. It's still a thrust of the show. So <laughs> I think that's what you were going to say there, Josh. It's still a thrust of the show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I, don't, I don't understand what they're, uh, what they're planning to do or what Brett's doing. But, <laughs> the, uh, 
I, I was just going to have a cough. <laughs> and there's a cough button on the desk here. And it uh, seems to drop out our headphones. I'm not sure if it actually drops out what we're saying. Right. right. That's, uh, <laughs> that's better. Yeah, you could always just go under the desk <laughs> to, to cough. Uh, so that's, that's front out lights. Again, that's, I think, more... Uh, more fire for my argument about just the keep it one, one one season one perfect one season. perfect season mm. and now with some more news here's <laughs> Brett Cropley's phone no no there's no news on no, my phone no news on his phone there's something there's a mystery <laughs> I segment should, I should update listeners oh my god I'll have to upload from here um, I've had I've had net connection problems today so I, I have no idea what's going on in the world of TV he doesn't even know what day it is um, what it's Tuesday, isn't it? You're that confused. <laughs> See, Brett, if if you did your prep on a Sunday, like we've been talking but about, you you cook up your prep on Sunday night. It's stale by Monday night. Not if you put it in the fridge. I think I'm taking that metaphor too far. But uh, put a little glad wrap on it. Oh, speaking of metaphors, did you see, there were some great ones on Big Brother last night. I don't know if any of you, uh, I, if any of you saw the opening of Big Brother. I I did. Can we save it for pork? Yeah, no problem. All right. Mm. Uh, you've uh, d- d- no, did, did you did Brett, you not Brett's, have any news? Brett's got no, no news. None. Oh right, sorry. <laughs> uh, did you did you miss that in the production meeting before? <laughs> well, I, I you usually have something. Yeah, nothing. even uh-huh. even stuff you've made up, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Make up a story. Uh, Channel Ten are about to go into production of a local version of The Apprentice. Really? Yes, uh, they're they're uh, looking for an apprentice for uh, um, Andy Maguire. <laughs> who, who surprisingly has signed up for the project, even though it's on Channel Ten. Really? Yes, that, that is a surprise. Eddie, Eddie said today, "I'm very excited. It's a big week in apprenticeships." I'm very impressed, Brett. I'm very impressed. Right when, when it comes around the desk, to your time again. I hope you've got another one. Uh, that's completely throwing me. Uh, Naomi Robson is in the news again this week. Apparently, she is being given her own talk show on Channel 7. I, I said on the blog earlier this week, I can't believe this is serious. This has got to be some kind of a joke. Well, like, I checked the news article to make sure that it wasn't April 1st, that it just <laughs> hadn't been a few weeks old. Seriously. Like, what, what are they doing giving Naomi a talk show? Is it called Titanic. No, no, it's called Lizard on Your Shoulder. <laughs> but that is why she, tell her she gave up Today Tonight to do her own as, talk as show. As a reporter at the time. Yeah, but that, sure. that always sounded like stuff that she said, that Channel 9 were kind of going, yeah, your own, sorry, Channel Seven. 7. Yeah, your own talk show, sure. Yeah, and Jessica Rose taking extended maternity leave because <laughs> she really wants to spend time with her baby. <laughs> Uh, apparently, uh, it's not quite Oprah. It's not quite Jerry Springer. So, so <laughs> well, see, so she would have to go to the states if she was going to film a Jerry Springer. Australian audiences wouldn't actually be up for that. So, yeah, but what she's doing, true. she's taking the the shittest elements of both, yeah, and combining them into uh, where, where she'll she'll talk about uh, how everybody's getting uh, a car. And then uh, have a moment at the end where she talks about how sad it is that nobody actually got a car. Oh, and then everybody will fight on yeah, stage because yeah. they're not getting a car. Which is actually a, an upgrade from the original idea, which was taking the shit elements from the catch-up. So just having a one-person panel and uh, presenting the same show, essentially. And getting guests in to uh, perjure themselves. When's, 
<laughs> When's this, no uh, uh, no date. But the other the other interesting thing in the article I read was uh, they had a bit of mention after the Naomi show. They were talking about the uh, show that they're producing on Channel Seven between nine and eleven that Larry Emder and an unnamed female is going to host with him and the code name for that apparently in channel seven at the moment is the kill the Kerry ann show show <laughs> well i th- it's what i was thinking about this uh, Naomi robson show it's they're really going to try to take all five of those viewers from the catch-up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no because apparently according, again according to this article i read apparently uh with lots more people working shift and lots more people working from home there is much less daytime downtime and there's a much greater audience at all times of the day so this is why a new flood of programming it's a great bit of spin Mm, yeah uh the uh channel nine the channel nine the channel the channel nine has bought the controversial british documentary the great global warming swindle the docos creator martin durkey referred to uh fears of global warming as quote Absolute bollocks <laughs> at, at a press conference last week. Uh, he also said there is no good scientific basis for it, but the theory continues to hold sway because so many people have built their careers and reputations on it. I wonder what angle this documentary takes. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's going to air on Channel 9 sometime soon, I'm guessing. Uh, apparently horrendously controversial and uh, the documentary makers... Uh, email and and website have just been filled with hate mail. Right. But, interestingly, uh, Herald Sun columnist Andrew Bolt has already come out in favour of it, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, he's he's bang up for a bit of global warming denial. Yep. Mm. Quite frankly, from a scientific point of view, there are arguments both ways. But... Why not err on the side of caution? That's, <laughs> that's that's the one argument no one's no one's been able to come up against. Just you know, because because for people like this, if we're all dead, we can't say anything. Like if global warming happens and it's a catastrophe and people start to die, the, these the the Andrew Bolts of the world aren't going to be accountable. No, they're not going to stand up and say, "Well, we were wrong. We'll now fix the problem." No, no so they no. may as well go and say. Yeah, it's all crap. So, uh, so I, I'm looking forward to that because I love a controversial documentary. Yeah, uh, I think the last one we had was the Michael Jackson on uh, the uh, September 11 in plain sight. Plain. Uh, that wasn't so much spelt plain as in was that the conspiracy theory one? The, yeah, that, that, that was the yeah. That it, wasn't it so much happened. a documentary as a, a cobbling together of websites. Yeah. Yeah. you know, but, five years but, later. But that was quite a that was quite controversial both times. Channel Seven, uh, Channel <laughs> Ten have showed that there's been quite a few complaints about that. Yeah, uh, but this this I think is uh, all all new controversy. Yes, I can't wait. Yes. Brett, <laughs> the ABC uh, taking the lead from Channel Ten have uh, decided to augment the programming of Play School with an adults only Play School up late. <laughs> It's to be hosted by uh, Doug Mulray. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> making some strange programming decisions. Well, this is the Sorry, ABC. This is the ABC. ABC oh, this. oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I obviously wasn't listening to the start of your story. And the show will be going to air uh, the third Tuesday of the month at 10 p.m. Okay. Um, in, in with uh, Jennifer Byrne in the uh, first Tuesday book club and anything else booky that she wants to do. Right. Speaking of <laughs> shows going on in the evening... Uh, <laughs> Apparently, Channel 9's Sea Patrol uh, has been picked up by the Hallmark 
network in the cans, the television cans equivalent that's that was running recently. And so, so that's greeting cards and TV shows. It is TV shows. I it's don't. The, I don't know if they're the same company that does the greeting cards. No, it is. It, it is? Hallmark, it's, it's the same company. Okay. Uh, but uh, their, uh, I think that their TV network is, well, it's a cable network, and it's a lot more popular. Than yes. The, uh, it, you know, it's doing, it's doing a lot better for them. Yep. Okay. Than the cards. Than the cards. I think they've done really well out of the cards. Yeah, but not anymore. Because <laughs> no, people are scared of global warming, so they don't want to give paper. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Sea Patrol has been sold to over 100 countries, which is great news for Sea Patrol and great news for local production. Have uh, Have we seen any of Sea Patrol here yet? No, it hasn't started yet. Because uh, it, it, just by name alone, it sounds a lot like Water Rats. It does, but I think it's more kind of uh, dramatised. Northwest Coast Guard. Border security kind keeping of stuff. Refugees right. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which, which is... Apparently, one of the reasons they think it was so popular with the overseas sales because border security is a huge issue for all countries at the moment. Which doesn't make much sense because, you know, there have to be some countries where it's not an issue because all their people are leaving. Yeah. But it's not one of those hundred. Maybe maybe those countries are watching it for advice. (laughs) Maybe. We could get around this way. It's not a documentary, people. It's fiction. Just bear that in mind. Uh, Brett, do you want to have uh, one more go? And then, because uh, I've got an excellent closer. Well, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, Pay TV channel Arena has a show I've never heard of before. Right. It is called Erotic Star. And it's a search for the next great pole dancer. Oh, no, we've got that. That's on Channel 10 at the moment, after Is Rove. It? No, 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 no. That's, that's Search for the Next Pussycat Doll. Well, I, I, I can hear the words you're saying. I don't <laughs> see the difference. Uh, well, which, is, which has been shelved, by the way. Really? How are they going to find their next Pussycat Doll? Oh, no, no. The series hasn't been shelved, but it's the 9.30 Sunday night slot uh, has been shelved. Next week, they're apparently showing American Pie 3. Really? After Rose. Oh, so 10 are pulling it. Yeah. I, I don't know if it'll pop up somewhere else in the schedule, but they're pulling it from Sunday nights. Where am I going to get my you know weekly view of slots? Mm. Oh, I've got America's Next Top Model. It's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, Erotic Star Productions <laughs> have uh, sold the show to uh, a Canadian company for distribution. But I, I had no idea. Like, I have Foxtel. I had no idea this show was on. Apparently, it's been on since March. Really? Yes. No idea. No idea at all. How? And so, how I, explicit is it? I don't. I doubt it's very explicit. Uh, but you know, pole dancing is the craze at the moment. It was pogo or just sticks. For fitness. Was pogo sticks, and then hula hoops, and now pole dancing. <laughs> and uh, all the kids at schools, yo-yos are out. Pole dancing's in, and uh, and so obviously they've you know they've built a show around it. I now have to hunt it down on Foxtel, work out when it's on, and watch some of it, because I can't see how they can fill an entire series of, you're either good or you're not. Like, just, I don't, and then what's the prize? I just, all of these things, I just- Your very own poll. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I'm I'm intrigued by the very concept of it as Mm. a show. So, coming up soon are things you may have missed. <laughs> things you might 
want to have missed, I think. <laughs> and that is the Box Cutters News. In the beginning, there was nothing, and God created everything. He made man and beast. One day, man came across a chicken, and he said, I can use this. And thus, our rating system was born. It might be convoluted, it might make no sense, but it's the only system we've got, damn it. Ratings. Better than nothing, but only just. Very quick bit of ratings this week. Last Sunday night, Big Brothers, Big Brother 7's premiere was on, and very interesting results. Uh, only a couple of weeks ago, Channel 10 were having real trouble with the ratings on Sunday night completely. Uh, that was pre-Rove, obviously, yep. and uh, pre-Big Brother, and Channel 7 were far and away the winner. Well, last night, Channel 7 clocked up 246 Channel 10 got 25.3, Ooh. and Channel 7 got 27.1. So, uh, sorry, Channel 9 got 27.1. So Channel 9's actually winning on the uh, winning on the Sunday nights at this point. Interestingly, Big Brother uh, did okay. It got 1.5 million, but uh, 60 minutes was the winner of the whole night. Got 1.6 million, while Ugly Betty slipped down to 1.2 million. It's because mm. Ugly Betty's not very good, but... The uh, how did Rove go? Uh, uh, a little I, over one million, one point zero five. Okay. Uh, the uh, the the thing about uh, Big Brother as well is is really interesting because it was the lowest uh, first night figures ever for oh, Big Brother, okay. down about fifteen percent on last year. Radio, uh, and maybe that had something to do with uh, with it being quite a boring show. But, uh, I mean, you know what you're going to get in this first episode. There's nobody there expecting... I mean, Gretel talks about all the big surprises and whatever, but you know it's just a bunch of people going into a house and then an hour of awkward conversation. Yes. I mean, if you've watched any of any of the opening nights from one to six, I mean, you know what it's about. Yeah, but there's always... Not always. A lot of the time there is some gimmick. Yeah. Some... Fant- and, and last night there was nothing... Or, you know, last Sunday night, there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I found that a bit, you know, ordinary. Now, did I read correctly that they didn't know there wasn't a prize, there wasn't the million-dollar prize until they were in the house? Yes, that's right. That's right. Thoughts? Uh, you had your usual bunch of ones who go, yeah, fantastic, not in it for the prize money, in it for the experience, blah, 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 and a couple who kind of looked a bit disappointed. But it kind of, there'll be something. Like, there will be a prize. They won't walk away empty-handed. They'll, there'll be something, an, an equivalent to the prize. So, And what's Ten's rationale for it? A twist? Something exciting? Yeah, try, try to make it a little bit more interesting. Well, a lack of excitement. They're taking away the excitement about, ooh, who's going to win the million well, bucks? I, I don't think viewers really care about the million dollars. Yeah. Well... And also, they, they might as well be playing for last, the, the door statuettes. Like it's, <laughs> it's just it seems to be following this trend of shows that that don't actually have a price. I'm, I'm, and specs. I'm, Thank I'm, God I, I have no inside information, but I'm predicting now there will be a substantial price. I'm I'm fairly sure there will be as well. And it'll be more than just a car. It'll be it'll it, be a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it, there will be a, there will be a substantial price that will come up close to the million dollars. Well, yeah, it won't be a car because. Th- Pretty much they all get a car. 
Oh, well, you know, yeah, but that was that the one big thing they... last year. It was or the year before. It was up to Brothers' discretion whether they got yeah whatever. Where the ones that were supposed to be single went in and and yeah yeah. But also, it. it's just on the money uh, topic. One more thing: last year, while no one really cared about who got the million dollars, everyone was really intrigued by how much money they were losing every time they got fined. Mm. They did that the year before too, but then they ruined that with the idea of that you could make it up at the end. Yeah. So, And are they still going to get fined and actually have to pay Big Brother when they come out? Well, well, that's it, you know. Yeah, if they break the rules now, do they owe Big Brother money? I, I, obviously not. Do so, they just get, you know, some kind of beating? Yeah, I think so. Well, there was a man with a big stick waiting at the door. <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, but the interesting thing about that uh, ratings figure is 60 Minutes winning the night, winning its time slot. Just a couple of weeks ago, lots and lots of people were pronouncing it dead in water, saying that its I, format had, had run dry. I was one of those. Essentially, and Ugly Betty would kind of continue to beat it. But obviously, it's a very resilient show. What were the stories on 60 Minutes? Any ideas? I didn't, I didn't see I didn't it. see any ads for it. Oh, Beaconsfield, year on, oh. I think. Okay. I think I could be wrong. They don't talk anymore and, and the guys that dug them out are all shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other bit of ratings news, last week was the first week back to official ratings. Channel 7 is still winning, but the gap is closing. Uh, Channel 7, 28.8. Channel 9, 27.2. Channel 7, 23. Uh, sorry, Channel 10, 23.1. These figures are a bit skewed because Star Dancers just get such a huge figure. Yeah. Uh, Star Dancers is close to the 40s and is dragging seven through. Uh, there's only a few weeks left of that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the ratings when that goes off. Also, it was this week that we're currently in last year that Channel 10 won its one and only ratings week for the year. Yes. With the first week of Big Brother and the final uh, of The Biggest Loser. So it'll be interesting to see... And neither have been as big this year. Neither have been as big. So it'll be interesting to see whether it can pull it off this year. Would would seem to be unlikely. I, can we talk just briefly about Channel 10's decision to have The Biggest Loser finale this Thursday? Yep. Rather than, say, last Friday when it would have made sense? Or, you know, leading up to Big Brother? Again, this is what they did last year. And it, were, it was very successful for them last year. Obviously, they won. That was the only week of ratings that they won, so it worked. So I think they just kind of tried to follow the blueprint for last year. Right, right. I don't. I don't remember that. But then I wasn't as into uh, biggest loser. Yeah. So, so you think it should be closer to the time? I think. Uh, well, I, I was quite excited. I thought last Friday night was the last show. Oh, okay. Because on Thursday night they had uh, quite a big show with. Uh, uh, with the final weigh-in. Yes. Uh, and leading up to the final vote. And some fairly skew-if editing going into commercial breaks to give the impression certain things had happened when other things happened. Yes. Like and, uh, uh, somebody... Oh, one of the characters had uh, put on weight, according to the advertising, going into the break, but then that proved not to be true. Yeah. Did it, did it like freeze frame as it was going up and down and up yeah, and down? Yeah, it froze, yeah, yeah. It really? froze on a higher number and he went, oh. And then one of the other contestants kind of went, oh. And, and then they was, tapped the dial. And <laughs> well, no, but that was all. When they came back from the ad, it was like we'd gone back in time because he, he was still standing. Well, it always is. Yeah, they always repeat. Yeah, it, was, it was a like good 10 seconds minutes, to a minute. 10 minutes before he got on the scales again. 
How how are Channel Ten? That's such a waste of time wasting show. Oh, it's ridiculous. How are Channel Ten going to fill all that time now? Well, you've got big brothers. (laughs) You've got big brother, which is a bunch of people in a house doing nothing. Oh, I can't wait to find out what's next. (laughs) Hi, it's Pete Smith. They're not really naughty boys. They're just box cutters going about their business. It's so nice to hear his voice. It is. It is. We really need a theme for this segment. We do. And I'm not going to sing one. La 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 la. Things you may missed. <laughs> this, of course, is things you may have missed, uh, but you may have seen. Depending, this is actually something that you may have seen if you have Foxtel, because I believe it's been on Showtime over recent weeks. I think it actually replaced Love My Way. On Showtime, okay, which was how I first heard about it and thought I might uh, might have a look at it. It's uh, it's from Showtime in the states as well, and it premiered last July. And it's called Brotherhood, and it's about two brothers who live in Providence, Rhode Island, in the states. Tommy Caffey is a people's representative, and he does what it takes as a politician. Uh, He's not exactly corrupt, but he's not exactly clean either. I'm sure right. he'd, I'm sure he'd see himself as being clean, uh, but he he knows what needs to be done, and he, you know, does what he needs to do. He's, to, he's like the Vic Mackey of politics, possibly, right. possibly. Uh, he's from, got from a the shield. He's got a young family, and uh, yeah, basically, family is what he really cares about. Be it his young immediate family, or the wider family of the hill as the neighbourhood where he grew up is known as. Mm-hmm. And he's a fairly honourable man, but he is struggling to make ends meet on the uh, small income that a people's representative actually gets. But he's got high ambitions to, uh, to, to move up in the world of politics. But his world is thrown into turmoil when his older brother, Michael, returns. Uh, Michael is somewhat of a thug and has links to organised crime and has been missing. Nobody knows where he's been for the past seven years. Right. And he just turns up out of the blue to uh, to reclaim the neighbourhood, of, as it were. Uh, there's a string, a whole string, probably a web of characters attached to this of uh, gangsters, cops, families, lovers, politicians, neighbours, all kinds of people who are kind of linked into this story in different ways. Uh, it's it's very dour and it's very gritty, and I have to say I haven't seen too much of it. I've only seen the first two episodes, but from what I've seen, it it is really good. Really? It's a really, really strong drama. It doesn't have that Showtime stink? It doesn't have that at all. It doesn't have that try-hard, look-at-me, younger brother kind of thing at all. It actually reminds me a lot of, and you'll be able to tell me this a bit better when you've seen some of it, Josh, but it actually reminds me of The Wire. Now, okay. I haven't seen much of The Wire, but it does have that that same sort of working class, organised crime, influence over unions yep. kind of uh, kind of feel to it. So, yeah, like I said, I haven't seen much of The Wire, but it, it reminds me of that quite a lot. The only recent show that you can kind of compare it to is probably The Black Donnellys. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds very Black Donnellys. Well, and they're Irish-American too in, yep. uh, in Providence, Rhode Island. You kind of get the impression, though, that if the worlds collided 
and anybody from the Black Donnelly's universe accidentally happened across anybody from Brotherhood universe, they would get their asses kicked. Right. Even the most, uh, even the toughest characters on the uh, from the Black Donnelly's would would be in trouble. I would imagine. Uh, it's it's really good. It's very violent, uh, kind of, but but a kind of a realistic, uh, short, sharp, in your face kind of violence that uh, that you could believe to be true. Uh, the first series of it went to air over July and August last year, and I believe there is a second series planned for this year. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Wow, that it started off. I didn't. I wasn't sold. No, because as you were describing, I was going. It's very Black Donnelly's. It is. It is. Uh, it is very Black Donnelly's. But don't let Black Donnelly's sour you on this. If you if you have tried Black Donnelly's, just. Give that away, and uh, and give this a, give this a whirl because I, I think it's a I think it's a good show. I respect your thoughts. Hmm. Are you one of those that follows follows the Hello, this is Ricardo Montalban. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. What segment is this, Ross? I don't buy it. But it's me that doesn't buy it. Ah, yes, Brett doesn't buy it. Brett's, Brett's phone doesn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> this is about an ad that uh, it, it has an interesting presentation. It seems to have a YouTube type uh, surround around it, as though it's uh, being presented on the web. It's got a little player bar down the bottom and and stuff like that. It's a bikey looking type type of dude, uh, kind of like a real life Kath and Kim Brett character. Yep. Um, who aren't actually glamorous. Kath and Kim are quite glamorous, but in real life, they're not. Um, missing a couple of teeth, uh, shot in front of a grey kind of paling fence, um, talking about radio rentals and how they're offering for the next month not to cre- check your credit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Radio Rentals are offering a month of no credit checks, if you want. <laughs> this is a real ad on television? This is a real ad on TV. You didn't just... You, didn't, you weren't just looking out the window accidentally. There was a biker out there. <laughs> no. Radio Rentals are offering a month of no credit checks if you want to rent some of their stuff and uh, put yourself further into bad credit territory. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's good on them. I think, I, and, and, and the no-teeth bikey was the way to sell it. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if you, like me, have a criminal record, <laughs> but would like to rent a fridge. Wow. That's, that's really it's a, it's a It's a fairly reprehensible freaking campaign. Yeah. Um, firstly, getting, getting people who have bad credit histories. Uh, into more debt, but the presentation in the in the YouTube kind of surround was just bizarre. Yeah, that seems like a. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen it, but that seems very very strange. When the Radio Rentals logo and everything comes up, does that is that still in the same grainy box or? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's full screen. That's um, so it's just the footage of the bikey dude. Yeah, that's that's very odd. And and he is saying that Radio Rentals has, and there's no. There's no reference to computers or no. uh, the internet or... Right. See, because I, I find those... Uh, but YouTube's really popular at the moment. <laughs> I find those cash converters ads... Uh, painful. Especially the, the really, one with the labourer. 
Which one's the one with the labourer? Who gets a job putting up a fence or something, but he needs a nail gun, so he goes and cash converts his cement mixer. Oh, okay. Um, no, I was thinking more the uh, the dad who... With the, who, the, with daughter the daughter's uh, tuba. tuba and goes and hocks that. and then, she needs dental work. Yeah, to pay for her dental she work. She won't be able to play it for the next month anyway. So. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I find, I find all those ads a bit disturbing. You it's, know, like, yeah, where are we trying to, you know, hey, you can, you know, sell out your children. Yeah, Homer Simpson style. Well, it's it's like when Krusty the Clown uh, bet his daughter's violin. Yeah, it uh, you know it's it's not worth very much money, but its sentimental value is through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> that's bizarre. Radio rentals, I don't buy it. We really need a thing. I was going to come. I was going to come. I had a list. I was going to come. Do you reckon the people at home so far are surprised? <laughs> I, d- I think they are. <laughs> uh, listeners at home, are you surprised by this week's segments? Hooray at boxcutters.net. Yeah, let Tell us. us you're surprised or not. Brett, you just, you just put your hands up when you said that. That was for like, the video podcast. Very fl- there is no video podcast. Very flamboyant. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, little uh, Fry actually, can actually say hooray now. Can he? Yeah, he says it more like Ray. But it's very cute. Strangely, there's not much difference between hooray and shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> he put his arms up both times. It's, it's useless to the people he at did. home, Brett. My, uh, my, I've got three quotes this week. Ooh, Triple excellent. threat quotes. Uh, the first one actually does involve, uh, involve Fry and his uh, influence on my viewing habits. Uh, I've taken to watching uh, Sesame Street in the morning. Sesame Street. Sesame Street in the morning because uh, mainly for him. I mean, he loves it, but I think I love it even more That's, than him. Do they still have the, uh, the, the Grover restaurant sketches? Yes. Because they are genius. I just, uh, I just saw my first one of those for uh, the other day, which I hadn't seen for a long time, and it just brought back all these childhood memories of, of watching them. Like, I'd forgotten the, uh, I'd forgotten the restaurant in the way when, the sketches. When I was at uni, I used to watch uh, Sesame Street quite a lot, because yep. it's like, it, one of the best sketch comedy shows on yeah. television. Yeah, it's still, uh, it's still great. Well, this was a, uh, this was a great uh, comeback, by, uh, comeback and put down by Bert. Uh, Ernie and Bert were were in their house, and uh, Ernie was bugging Bert as he does to play with him. And that's uh, bugging. And no, no. no Brett. <laughs> and not anything else. Fry's listening, Brett. So be careful. Uh, and so yeah, so Ernie was uh, bugging Bert to play with him and say, you know, hey, come on, Bert, let's play, let's pretend we're animals. And Bert turns to him and says, why don't you pretend I'm still here? And walks away. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> it's just, I've got I've got an Ernie and Bert uh, album. Oh, really? That uh, maybe I'll I'll bring in next week. Fantastic. Just for people who don't believe that they are uh, for me, Ernie and Bert are right up there with Abbott and Costello as far as yep. great comedy duos. And it's all Ernie and Bert. It's it, it's not one of the ones with like the the Cookie Monster disco. Uh, it's a it's a song it's a song album, but it's all based around uh, Ernie in the bathtub. And uh, we'll play like the first two minutes of it. Fantastic, because uh, it's it's just hilarious. And I'm so Bert. As much as I don't want to be, I'm so Bert. 
I, I'm, I'm so the person who suffers through life and has all these problems thrust down on me while all the earnings of the world are what are just, you calling us, Ross? I, all the earnings of the world are just oblivious. And, and you love and you love pigeons and oatmeal. That's true. That's true. When Bert got, when Ernie got uh, no Bert got into the game, he was pretending to be a pigeon. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and then he said to Bert, "Let's go play on the statues." <laughs> Uh, I should, I, if, if you're wondering the direction the podcast has gone all of a sudden, I should warn viewers that this will probably be more and more as Fry exerts his influence over my television <laughs> watching. Uh, the other quote, uh, the second quote that I wanted to, uh, to talk about today came from uh, John Sims, who's the actor who plays Sam Tyler in Life on Mars. And I talked last week or the week before how there's going to be a spin-off from Life on Mars called with, Ashes to Ashes. With DCI Hunt? Exactly. Now, I thought it was just going to be with DCI Hunt in the 80s. I was a little upset to find out they're pretty much just copying the same format as Life on Mars in that there'll be a time-travelling detective from the future oh. who'll come back, this time a woman. Right. Insert sexual tension slash... Etc. In there, which is it's just a bit disappointing. I, I a straight eighties police drama with DCI Hunt, I think, would have been fantastic. I'm I'm a little hesitant to 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 be pleased but about if that it's, development. If it's all from Hunt's perspective, yep, that could be a little bit more interesting. You know, just yeah, this yeah. crazy woman who's saying crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that could be. But uh, uh, John Sims was talking about uh, why they finished up the original Life on Mars when they did, and he said, the show would lose its edge if it carried on forever like Lost. There would be That would be unfair on the people who love it, and it's a rare thing to, these days for a show to know when to bow out and to bow out on top. So that's an interesting quote. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure I agree. I think that they're, that they're two different animals, I, the uh, British drama versus the American drama. They, they are, and British drama does short very well. Yes, a, a short series, one perfect season, kind of a thing. They do they do that very well. Uh, Americans do go for the money shot, yep. Uh, but they also end up with the opportunity to do so much more. If you look at things like Sopranos and Deadwood, yep. where they've had uh, a series of twelve episodes, but multiple series, yeah, uh, and they've really the characters just come out so much more, yeah, in yep. in those shows. So interesting. On Lost and its uh, and, and its ongoingness, mm-hmm. uh, I had a theory during the week after watching last week's episode from the US mm-hmm. uh, that and this and I told this to my friend Justin and uh, he was on radio at the time and uh, almost missed an entire segment because he uh, couldn't handle it. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it was that controversial, but he lost his tiny little mind. Uh, that, yes, we're hearing that there are going to be five seasons of Lost, that there are another two seasons or maybe another four seasons of Lost. But what if that's a red herring and this is the last season of Lost? Oh. That's my theory at the moment. Wow. I'm probably completely wrong. Yeah. But wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, that would be very exciting. And it just seems to me that they're leading up to something very, very big. You know it would suck, though? If they did that and they said, yeah, that's it, you know, we tricked everybody, but then they did another series anyway because they got offered a lot of money. That would suck a lot. Yeah. They could call it found, though. Yeah, yeah. Found. <laughs> well, you're just going to work. Lost on the run. Yeah. <laughs> now, you guys are ahead. Has there been any contact with 
the the woman at the end of the second series? We'll uh, we'll only let our video podcast audience know the answer to that. <laughs> that was either I a see. nod or a shake. <laughs> Either because there is no video. My uh, my final quote this week comes to us courtesy of our friends at a current affair. Uh, they were doing a big thing on the whole child gate incident with uh, Alec Baldwin and uh, Kim Basinger, and uh, their quote entertainment reporter unquote said alleged I think is the- <laughs> said it's as though Baldwin and Basinger can't get cast in the big roles anymore, so they have to act them out in the real world. Sure, Kim Bassinger, I can't think of anything she's been in since... Since she won the Oscar. Well, really. since 8 Mile, oh, which yeah. was kind of five years ago. Yeah, her career's not doing so well. Alec Baldwin is actually probably in the prime of his career. He doesn't get the leading roles anymore. But he gets the he gets the great cameos. He's been recently in The Good Shepherd, in The Departed, and he's the major star of a huge sitcom. Yeah. It's... So, uh, yeah, good but work. Ross, if it's not on Channel 9, then it doesn't exist, really. Yeah, that's true. Good work, entertainment reporter. But the thing is, it probably will be on Channel 9. Like, they have the rights to it, along yep. with other NBC yeah, series. Yeah, but by the time it gets around to being on air there, nobody will remember. They should... Uh, they the should alleged s- entertainment reporter's report. If they're going to have an entertainment reporter, they should have someone with some credibility, like Angela Bishop or Richard Wilkins. That's true. But Richard Wilkins is too busy being the head of entertainment reportage in, uh, <laughs> in, uh, on That's Channel 9. That's true. So he probably oversaw this entertainment yes. report, <laughs> yes. reporter's review. Mm. Mm. And uh, and that's quite. And that was quite. I wonder what's coming up next. Hi, I'm Ryan Shelton, Box Cutters' favourite ever guest, and uh, I've really enjoyed myself on Box Cutters. So listen as much as you can, because um, I'll be having it on loop on my iPod. And that brings us to the end of Box Cutters <laughs> episode 82. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Full of mystery. <laughs> See, just like Lost. <laughs> oh, hang on, Russell's got something. Oh. Right. Well, don't queue up the end music then. Since I was uh, outed during the week on the blog as an advertising apologist, (laughs) supposedly. I uh, missed that. That was in relation to two weeks ago show, I think, me saying that I liked that ad that you were Uh, looking into. Oh, the the yogurt. Yogurt one. Yeah. That was during our apologist episode. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to ask you guys what you think of the Vista versus Mac ads. I, I saw them back to back. The other night, which was which was quite good, I saw the Vista ad first, followed by one of the "I'm a Mac, I'm a PC" ads. Uh, the the Vista ad, I think, is a Vista still doing the Wow? Yeah, thing? it's well, it was still the same old Wow ad. A- as an ad, I think it's a great ad advertising Vista. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. The "I'm a Mac" versus "I'm a PC" ads, I th- I, I think, are very very clever, very yeah. very effective. I love yep. them, and I, I I really enjoyed Ed. So so I dig the Mac. Character actor, dude, because he, oh, okay. he was from right. Ed, wasn't and, uh, and John Hodgman, just who, like a friend of John Hodgman, was it? He was at uh, the high school and, okay. and okay. was a friend of Ed's and a student of Miss What's Her Face, who's now on Boston Legal. And they just had a baby last week. <laughs> and that was the most convoluted <laughs> lead up to nothing. Well, it led on, and I didn't think it was newsworthy enough. She almost gave birth on no, the set no, no. of Boston Legal last week. <laughs> Uh, and the, uh, the the guy who plays the PC is uh, semi-regular on The Daily Show. 
Oh yeah, and yep. uh, and uh, is just fantastic. A, a really good writer and a, a really good comedian. Okay, and uh, and his bits are really funny. Like I yeah. think I think those ads are really clever, really well thought out, and, I, and quite funny. Just yeah, just incredibly effective. I think too. Just just in that way. I mean, I'm thinking back to the one where the uh, PC is getting the camera taped. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. taped to his head. Uh, I, I I just think yeah, I think it's they're really good I mean, ads they're, and they're really well done. They're not completely accurate. It's advertising. Yeah, it's, it that's is. that's the beauty of it. I mean, they can be. It is. And, and, they really you know, work. It, com- in it a completely way. ignores the whole uh, question of Mac gaming, which really doesn't exactly. exist. Yeah, exactly. It, it, of know, course, they're, they're supposed to be hip and funky and cool and but fun. Even, but you can't play well, decent you, games on them. Well, you can now. If you just, if just you load run up Windows, and you run Windows, <laughs> load up yeah. Windows on your Mac. The the thing is, uh, and it's it's not about Windows versus Mac; it's about PC versus Mac to to some extent. Uh, but the uh, uh, but but, but uh, there's a virus the, one, isn't there? And and that's about Windows. Yeah, in the in the tech that, community, that, that is the the Windows Vista one, which was yes. this, not the most recent one, but a fairly recent one where there he's got the security guards standing behind him. Uh, except or deny, you know that that was. Probably the high point, and yeah. that, that's definitely about Windows, and well, that and that's just a, a consequence of being the most popular platform. Yeah, the uh, the the thing is though, in the tech community, uh, people who who know about both operating systems very well know that a lot of the things that uh, that Mac are riling the PC about is uh, is these are all things that either do have an effect. In Macs, I mean the the whole accept or deny thing. The same thing works in a Mac. If you're not registered as uh, as an administrator on the Mac and you're trying to install new software and, and stuff, it asks you all these questions. Now, apparently on Vista, it's it's just uh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like you can't turn it off. Yeah, but the the thing is, and, and also with viruses. I mean, viruses are viruses target. PCs a lot more than they target Macs. Yep. And if somebody cared to write a virus for, for a Mac, it, it'd be stuffed because they don't have the regular updates yep. uh, and, and the virus software. But that's not the point. Yep. The point is that they are entertaining ads and they make me want a Mac. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, because, because I want to be like the young hipster. Exactly. You don't want to be like the Bill Gatesy kind of guy. No. Hmm. No. And- Tell you what, I'm going to put up a, a, a little Flash movie that I... I've had around for a while. Um, this isn't the one of you dancing in your bedroom, is it? <laughs> no, I'll keep that for later on. Doing uh, Just Star a- Wars with a broom, like uh, <laughs> like George Michael from Newman Arrested. <laughs> yeah, okay, put that on the blog. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. Uh, the uh, and and also, I recently heard an interview with Bill Gates, where the interviewer asked him about the PC character. In, oh yeah. Uh, in the ad, and Gates said, "Well, I'm not going to comment on a competitor's advertising." And the interviewer said, "Yeah, but it's you." <laughs> <laughs> and Gates got very upset and said, "I'm not going to comment on a competitor's advertising." Really? And that was it. No sense of humour, Bill Gates. Mm. Sense of charity, sure. Sense of humour, <laughs> no. What are we waiting for? Hey, <laughs> um, when I cast my pod it's with the box cutters in mind box cutters pod cast done pork is on the table did you guys uh, catch the west wing 
on Saturday night? No. Was it the, was it was it the, the f- was, finale? Was, yeah, the second last and last show. Um, I think I think it was supposed to be Bill Gates who was in offering CJ Craig a job. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Who, who just everybody in the in the White House was all, oh my god, it's this guy whose name wasn't Bill Gates, but uh, you know had had bunches of money and wanted her to solve the world's problems with ten billion dollars. Right. Okay. Uh, who was uh, uh, Howard Janine's eyebrows? She wasn't in it. Really? Yeah. That last episode. In fact, Josh was barely in it. Oh. I, yeah, I don't turn up much <laughs> at all in the last few episodes. Did, did Josh you, from West Wing. Did you like the last episode? Um, yeah. Really? It, it's it's it's, it's it kind was, of it's kind of love so it or hate can't, it. You can't I, do anything with the last episode. Sh- you know, it's the last episode. They're they're just tying ends up. They give Toby s- a pardon. I sat through it out of obligation. It was appalling. Mm. Just terrible. For for a series that was so good in its time, of course there were things that they could do. Of course there were things they could do. But they painted themselves into a corner and could only have a soppy piece of shit boring last episode. There are always things you can do. They were just lazy. And quite frankly, if that was... Like what? What would you do in the last episode where you couldn't resolve anything in the next episode? They all end up in jail for uh, picking on on a guy who was getting mugged. You don't need to resolve things. It moves on. for those who don't get the reference. Uh, Yeah, yeah, which was shit. The... uh, (laughs) I never got to see the last episode. Of yeah, it's, it's great. You, it's good for you. <laughs> Seriously, the last episode is so bad. It is a great thing that you haven't it's, seen it. it. It is It is a shame on the rest of the series, that last episode of Seinfeld. It is, it is. But we're talking about the West Wing. But mm. in the West Wing, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to resolve it. New problems come up. New things happen. Well, there were, there were, there were ongoing problems. No, Kazakh- they, resolved, they tied everything up. had, had a US in a series, occupation. In a and- series where, traditionally, if an actor left, there was no farewell episode. That mm. character was just suddenly gone from the series. But, I, I haven't seen it, but they were going for something slightly different, weren't they? They were going for that thing of explaining how empty you would feel after doing such an important job for so long and how it would feel to then hand it over to somebody else. Hmm. That, that's and more, it was coming full circle. That, and... That's more what they were going for, isn't it? That's my understanding. Of what See, my, my understanding is they were going for a piece of shit schmaltz <laughs> that had no bearing on anything and was completely irrelevant and, quite frankly... My life would be, a, you know, a, an hour in the black if I <laughs> never had to watch it. You would have just wasted it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, did uh, either of you happen to see this week's My Name is Earl, as in screened in the States last oh, Thursday? No. So, episode 20. Uh, when it comes on here, I urge you to check it out. It, uh, it, uh, it's a story revolving around Little Chubby. Big Chubby was the owner of the strip club, which Catalina Dance has, dances yes. at, brilliantly played by uh, Burt Reynolds. Yes. He unfortunately passes on, and is, the whole thing is taken over by Little Chubby, his son, played brilliantly by comedian Norm MacDonald. Oh, fantastic. And as a big, uh, as a big Norm MacDonald fan. But he's was, not Chubby. It's just a name. Okay. Burt Reynolds wasn't Chubby no. either. Well. It's it's right. a it's a play it's it's a Bert penis Reynolds joke. Looks like a 
It's it's a penis joke, Brett. Chubby. Okay. It's a penis joke. Bert okay. Reynolds isn't chubby either. He looks like a piece of old leather. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look weird. Speaking of which, he turned person. up in Family Guy last week too. Oh. He actually turned up in an animated show, or he was animated. It, it was Cannonball Run with Sally Fields. In he the, was he was referenced, and did he, someone did, did, he did his, his voice. voice? Did no. he do his own voice? Oh, okay. no. So no. he didn't. However, Rob Lowe was in the same episode doing a voice. Ah, mm. so it, it's like. I, I was, it's it's I was, like we've mentioned Burt Reynolds in this show today. Yes, yes. It's like Brett saying, hey, Burt Reynolds came up in the in Box Cutters last week. Oh, okay. It's exactly the same. <laughs> uh, I was disappointed to see that Patrick Warburton actually does voices for uh, for Family Guy. That's yeah. uh, Putty from Seinfeld. Right. That's very and, interesting. Uh, Although he's... Seth, uh, what's his face from Buffy and Mila Kunis from That 70s Show. See, I don't care about those people. I care about Patrick Warburton. Putty was all, he was and also Adam in West, Batman. <laughs> he was in the uh, uh, the Eminem's ads, wasn't he? he was in the mm. first Eminem Eminem's yeah. ads. Yeah, he was great in those. He was. He's also in the uh, in the series of ads that Jerry Seinfeld did for American Express just after he yes. left. Uh, just after he finished up Seinfeld he did there was supposed to be five but I don't think they ever did any more than two but uh, Patrick Warburton voiced Superman in those ads right it was basically Jerry and and an animated Superman short films basically five or ten minutes very very funny I've seen one of them you can get them online they're around yeah I've I've seen uh, yeah two of them they're both very funny I'm sure there's you know if someone invents YouTube We'd be able to see it on that. <laughs> hey, now there's this new application out there that uh, offers uh, full screen video uh, through peer to peer sharing. What's it called? It's called Juiced. Fuck you, Cropley! <laughs> you! Get out! <laughs> Get out! I'm, I'm a beta that, tester. Uh, are we, are we sure juiced. this isn't just, uh, this isn't just vaporware? vaporware? It's not vaporware. <laughs> you. Complete I've been quite surprised. Cocksucker. <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> <laughs> language, language. We didn't have a language warning. I know at least there is at least one little person listening who is still scarred from listening to your uh, to your uh, little excerpt from the Pussycat Dolls the other day. No, not uh, Pussycat Dolls. America's uh, next, uh, Australia's, America's next, Australia's next top model. Yes, still scarred from that experience. I'm sorry, Fry. Well, is it is it Fry that we're talking about? I'm sorry, Fry. Don't, Josh, don't say cocksucker. Josh, why are you upset? I'm not even going to go into it, Brett. <laughs> because I declared it vaporware and then looked into it and... No, you didn't look into it. Yes, I did. You, you, I brought it up as news. See, he baits me. And then I, just, <laughs> I brought it up as news. Yeah. I said, it's legitimate. I said, ooh, that sounds you like said, vaporware. It's vaporware. I'll believe it when I see it. It's and now I'm seeing vaporware. it. I believe in it. You said, it's definitely vaporware. And then I the didn't next, say it's definitely vaporware. Shall we, shall we play said, the episode? I said Adam's Platform, which was sold for years and years and years, and they they got a lot of cash out of investors for something that never eventuated. And the demo, the demo had you been do, faked. You do tend to be a little more forceful with your opinions th- than, than you think you are retrospectively. Okay. Well, I've got juiced. I'm a beta tester. So is and it good? full screen video. Uh, it's a nice little interface. Um, it has buffering. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> they they chuck in ads when there's a buffering problem. So so if it kind of starts to clunk, it'll cut it off. And I assume they load in like two ads. So there's but, like but, two T Mobile and another US 
ad. So, but what's it basically for? For those um, not for watching television minded? shows. Okay, and you can. Well, mm. when you say television shows, the the channels and shows that they've got on it aren't anything that we've got on TV here. Okay, but are you streaming it? You're not downloading it, not keeping it. You're just streaming it. Streaming it. it yep. Okay. Yeah, until somebody works out a hack to and get around it. Full screen. Mm. Good quality. Yeah, not bad. Better quality than the biker with the missing teeth. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about Big Brother? Have Have you finished talking about the uh, vaporware juiced? I sent a, an invite to one of you. You sent uh, You sent it to me, and I'll I'll take it on. But I don't want to hear you talk about it on the show ever again. <laughs> I don't know why you're so upset. <laughs> Big Brother. I, yes. I was a juiced cynic. The uh, the. But now you've seen the light. <laughs> Like we're, we're recording this on Monday night. Obviously, we've only had one night of Big Brother. That was the, the first night, which they oh record. Oh, my God. We don't know who what the big secret is. We don't know who the people from the public vote went in. Who cares? Yeah, no no one cares. The uh, the, the first show is, is taped on a Saturday and then shown on the Sunday. I always thought it was live. Yeah, it's not. It, it was. Originally, it, it, it was. was live, but they figured... Even with editing, they can make it just as boring, so they don't do it live anymore. <laughs> which has which actually worked for it. I think the editing works really well because we don't have that very long wait for people to go from the studio to the house, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it seems to be like a five-minute drive. Yeah. Uh, so are they, are they still golf bugging them across? Yes. Yep. I wondered about that because they, they just walk up the ramp and then they go through the door. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and so they get to edit that uh, edit that together, which which works really well. As far as the people they had chosen, now I'd, I'd heard lots of rumours that they weren't going for good-looking people. They were going for people who were good on the inside. And uh, and then they shove in uh, six young blondes, or five young blondes and, and one brunette, who will from now on be known as Teabag. And uh, they just... And then the, the boys are all young, you know, former models and, and stuff. And, and no, there was a dork. There was there was a dork and the girls. I think it's a self-professed geek, nerd. He looked nerd. He said he looked very uncomfortable. And uh, and as he walked in, all the girls said he looks like he's going to be everybody's best friend. Yeah, and that that was probably one of the most heartbreaking moments <laughs> on television this week. That that was interesting because they locked all the girls. They got six girls into the house first, then they locked them all in the diary room and got them to watch the guys come in, and it was just interesting. This is a bunch of people who've never met each other. Into the house or into the stage? No, no, into the house. This was a bunch of girls who'd never met each other. I don't think you, you'd struggle to get a word in. It was like a flock of seagulls, the noise they're making. And then the... Uh, and then someone threw some chips in. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Uh, like the guys walked in and it was very interesting to see their kind of vapid superficial comments like obviously he's fun is code for he's sexy like a guy would oh he's fun oh yeah he's fun I could fun his brains out <laughs> what? what are they talking about like you know oh, not, I'm not attracted to anyone except that guy looks fun you just reminded me of something I wish I had prepared for quotes. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was on uh, the, the opening night of Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, all the boys are together, or, you know, still waiting, for, I think, for one more person to, to come in. And one of them, they just cut to a conversation. One of them is saying, no, mate, what I'm saying is is that, like, if you save somebody's life, uh, yeah. then you could, 
you could piss your life up against the wall and it doesn't matter because you've saved somebody else's life. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, uh, and they had the Mormon too. Is she Mormon? She's a Mormon. Mormon who never drunk and she was there and within about five minutes she was trying to get them to all play party games. Because she's also a life be in it coach. They did the first party game and then she said, okay, now let's play Human Twister. You've each got to connect. Well, I mean, you can imagine what Human Twister's like and very quickly got shot down. Yeah, <laughs> some uh, guy very, very rudely just goes, nah, nah. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> because she has to, she doesn't drink, so she has to prove that she's still a life of the party, even though she doesn't drink. One glass of milk, she can go all night. Oh, yeah. The quote I liked from it was uh, kind of a mixed metaphor when one of the girls, the girl from Darwin, the bartender from Darwin was going in. That's teabag. And she said, uh, uh you know, Gretel said, oh, what are you hoping to achieve in the house? And she said, uh, well, you know, I'm just a big fish from a small pond hoping to spread my wings a bit. Oh, she's, she, she's, she's a horrible mutant. <laughs> she's some sort of flying fish. Yes. Yeah, and so. what I did on the chick from the country... Yep. Who was saying that uh, she doesn't get to kiss guys because she's in a small town and everybody knows as soon as you kiss guys. Oh. So she's hoping that when she goes in the house, she'll be able to kiss guys. <laughs> but everybody everybody watching Big Brother is going to, especially the people from her town, are going to know that she kisses guys and she's a slut. Mm. Yeah, but it'll be cool if it's on television. Oh, it completely didn't make any sense. And what, is she four foot two? She <laughs> <laughs> was a <She's>... midget. <laughs> I, I can't even remember. I'm just waiting for what comes next because when Brett gets on a roll like this, it's like it, with Senator Helen Cooted and he yes. accused her of being a transsexual or something. <laughs> She's a cute midget. <laughs> oh, so that's that's Big Brother. I just, and I, I kind of feel every year I really look forward to the first night of Big Brother because yep. I'm, I'm quite excited to see what twists they're going to have. And, and mm-hmm. this year I was quite disappointed. Well, like two years ago they had the twins. That was a great twist. Yeah. And, I, can, uh, I can honestly say I've never been excited by anything on Big Brother, ever. That's because that's because you're a horrible seasons. You're a horrible cynic, Brett Cropley. No, I just that's think just, it's bad television. I think, is, is frankly, this, is this going to be like juiced? <laughs> in a week, are you going to come in and no, say, no, "Oh, Big this is great! The, show. It's, it's fantastic!" <laughs> this is purely my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Whereas juiced, I, I was whereas, cynical about. Whereas the the, the vaporware was that was fact. <laughs> it was fact. The, uh, the the thing uh, about last night's Big Brother is that it was just shit boring. Yes, uh, it, was, it was. It wasn't very interesting. Not not interesting at all. And then I realised, oh my god, we've got another three months with these. Something happened. What happened did, did you press a thing? Did you no, try was to it? No, cough? It wasn't or... me. Anyway, no. yeah, another three months with them. Yep. Uh, has anyone seen any of the new episodes of Sopranos? Yes, I've seen the first two. Have they? The third one went to air Sunday night Sunday in the night States. In the US. I haven't seen that one yet. But the uh, yes, I, I wish I wish Sopranos was just around all the time. I know. I wish it was there every week, and there was no drop in quality, and it didn't have that thing of if it was on constantly, you know, it wouldn't be as good. I just wish it was just always there to because you this, know, these new one episodes, night a week. Watch it. The, the first two episodes of the last nine. Uh, and these are the last nine episodes of Sopranos ever, have been so much better than anything we've seen previously in Series 6. Just full of, of drama and excellent writing. 
and uh, and I'm really looking forward to to the rest of it. I think they've they've taken some time off, taken some some extra time to really work out uh, what kinks that needed to be worked out, found their feet again, and and know how they're going to end it. I'm really pumped for it. I, mm. I've been loving it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go. So I don't remember being as disappointed with six as that, but I am interested to see where they go. I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been very much enjoying it. It's been. Fantastic. Are you a Sopranos fan? I am, uh, but Channel 9 completely destroyed the first half. Uh, uh, was it earlier this what, year? Brett, the, no. Of Series 12 last year. Uh, late se- series last year. When, when they kicked it into the midnight slot yep. or vaguely but somewhere around there. What do you mean they ruined it? You like the show. It's moved time slots. Why I don't do. you just follow it? It's what Len Downs would have you do. <laughs> sure. It's, it's, that's what he wants. Everybody... Well, you like this show, we're moving it. We're not going to tell you where we're moving it to, but you find out. I don't appreciate it being disrespected like that by a network. No. Really? Mm. Lynn Downs would find that very surprising. He wouldn't think it's disrespectful maybe, at all. Maybe we should have coffee or something. Maybe. I'll, I'll try, to, I'll try to get him on the show. I, I might I, be able to explain it to him. I think that would be, uh, that would be great to get him on. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear what he thinks. Uh, this week is uh, an important box cutter listener's birthday. Peter Mill. Peter Boxcutter, as known to some, uh, is turning this. I, I don't know how old he is, but uh, it's his birthday this week. I want to send out birthday wishes to him. Happy birthday, Peter! And, uh, and, well done, and everybody at Good his job. university who he makes listen to the podcast. Great work, Peebo. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't hit him high or hit him low. <laughs> Have uh, you caught any of uh, the show, The Con? I think it's on like Thursday uh, night. I, you would see it because it's on after Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, I saw a little bit of it after the f- that Family Guy I, I put myself through a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I haven't seen any more of it since. I've watched two episodes of it. Uh, I'm just trying to think what the first so one... So the basic, the basic premise is a guy, he he's just basically a con artist and he tries yep. to blag his way into being pretending a rock star who is filming a film clip on yeah, ski they, slopes they wanted, or... And that was the first episode that I mm-hmm. saw where they wanted to shut down a mountain and have it all to themselves. And and the premise was that they were shooting this uh, rock video clip and so they got they got uh, the management of the mountain to, to pay for it all and shut it all down and get everybody else off. Um, the one on last week was uh, he wanted to be invited to uh, the porno parties. Right. The parties with all the porn stars, but uh, couldn't couldn't find his way in. So he decided that he was going to have a party where all the porn stars would turn up to, and they'd come to him. Um, so his his uh, tactic was to shoot a porn, right? But for some reason, decided that the porn wouldn't actually have any nudity or or sex in it. It would be fully clothed porn, and actually got. Uh, like one of the heads of Vivid Video and all these other porn stars down for a screening. And it was... (laughs) It was just an embarrassment. The guy is a freaking turd. And <laughs> and seriously, it's just ruining any chances that any other independent erotic filmmakers want to have in, in LA. It's a spoiled little shit. And it's a crap show. <laughs> I was with you there for a little bit until you, until you started to side with the poor <laughs> independent erotic filmmakers of LA. I... 
<laughs> aren't they, aren't they generally a... viewed as exploitative scum? <laughs> no. Ross, no. Ross, they're hard workers. <laughs> I, I know an erotic filmmaker. Really? I, yeah. From I, Melbourne, who's who's made one called The Band, which uh, should be finished in post quite shortly, I would imagine. And uh, she's not scum at all. I uh, I, I want to know... The, okay. We were talking about the, the cash converters ads earlier. The people who appear in the cash converters ads, are they porn stars? <laughs> Zing! And that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 82. I want to say thanks very much oh to... Oh my God, we've gone over. ...three triple R. How did we do that? We had 20 minutes. How do you do that, Brett? How, I wonder. I wonder. This is my favourite bit of the show. He was saying that uh, that something that you like is vaporware just before. <laughs> not, I want to say... Not two minutes ago. Thanks very much to 3RRR, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can catch us on the blog, boxcutters.net, see what we think during the week, and email us, hooray at boxcutters.net, if you remember Brett so clearly... <laughs> and adamantly saying that Juiced was vaporware. And check us check out our new uh, Box Cutters channel on Juiced if uh, you're one of the beta testers also. Ooh. It's um it, well Brett, it's it's just Brett. our video podcast that we're putting up there. Brett, we didn't even have Brett Lies in this <laughs> Yes, we did. Yes, we did. You're forgetting the news. <laughs> yeah, that was news. Uh, yeah. it, it wasn't the Brett Lies segment. I should say all the news that, that I uh, presented had no basis in truth whatsoever. What? Which is now Why just... would you say that this week? <laughs> <laughs> Previously, it's all been the truth. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley with very reliable sources. Catches. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for making the switch to Box Cutters <laughs> Audio Podcast. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey... Let's be truthful out there. Show of mystery. Show of mystery. Mystery crap.